You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. This week, we're doing something a little bit different. I have no idea what we're doing because I've asked and asked and asked, and he will not tell me. You know, every now and then it's good to just throw your partner out there and just kind of see how he acts. To the wolves? Yeah. Like, can he swim without a life jacket? Actually. For a little while. Jordan's been on a little bit of an adventure. Do you want to talk about anything that you learned in West Virginia? Um, I learned that there's a lot of curvy roads. I thought I had curvy roads where I grew up, but mm mm-mm. Yeah, and like no (laughs) cell service. In a lot of spots, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, it was pretty pretty barren. But, I mean, it was... I didn't realize how many tourists they had. Uh, we came across... it. It's it's what they call uh, <clears throat> golly season. But no it's spelled G-A-U-L-E-Y. But every time I seen it, I said, golly! Really? <laughs> you know, the, off, of, off the Andy Griffith show? Well, oh. golly, Andy! Yeah, so kind of made fun of that the whole weekend. But well, I did see where you stopped and seen something very impressive, and I'm glad you put it on our Facebook. Yeah, uh, I pulled up like to the sign. It said Oak Hill City Limits. Yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, I know I've talked about Oak Hill, West Virginia, and I started thinking, and I was like, ah. Uh, yeah, I think that's where Hank Williams Sr. died. And I had to go back to Wikipedia just to check to make sure. Right. But I was correct. So it was pretty cool that, you know, we're in the, in the spot where, because I think you just went to his uh, gravesite. I did. I did. And I got to go to the little city that he died. I actually think he died before he got to Oak Hill. Right. But Oak Hill was where they found yeah, him. Well, yeah, I discovered that he was yeah. you know, no longer with us. Um, and that's where he was headed, was a place in Oak Hill. Well, when you texted, guess where I'm at, that was the last thing that I was going to ever think of. <laughs> right. <laughs> I figured maybe you had run into Ch- Tyler, because I know you he had was talked in West Virginia, yeah. about possibly pulling that off. How was the wedding? It was good. It was good. It, uh, congratulations to the couple, Jake and Christy. Um, honestly, I'd met Jake once before we went, uh, Jake, uh, worked with my wife, um, and they were friends. So that's why we went. I didn't know anybody there. I knew another, uh, <clears throat> one other couple and actually the, you know, that couple actually listens to the podcast. So awesome. Uh, well, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Jake and Christy from the country music critic. Yeah. We handed out, uh, stickers. Oh really? Uh, there's a guy in England that was in the wedding party. He's got a sticker now. He's he's that gonna check awesome. it out. Yeah, he uh, he likes country music. But it yeah, the night ended, the reception ended by the brother of the groom. He was trying to twerk and he got top heavy and he fell over and he hit his uh face on the floor, hit that little bone right there above your eye. Oh wow. It's very thin, easy yeah. to pop. You yeah. see a lot of you know, uh, boxers getting it, you know, busted open. Right. He bled everywhere. <laughs> so that pretty much ended the night. 
I thought you were going to say they ask you to stand up and tell jokes. No, no, no. I got out there and I started cutting a rug, though. Did you? As soon you? as I started dancing, that's when he, he, I think he was trying to outdo me. Oh, yeah. I think he was trying to yeah, so, outdance this guy, though. Brandy, if you have any video footage of this, we will happily post it <laughs> on our Facebook page. I'm sure somebody does, because there was a lot of people with uh, cameras, but... All right, so this week, folks, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're not going to talk about one country singer. We're going to talk about multiple country singers. And we're going to talk about jobs that they had before they were famous. We've all had a crappy job a time or two. Yep. I believe I've had a couple. Uh, I've had a bunch. Yeah. Well, finally, I'm in a good one. You? Yeah. You're working your way there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I enjoy mine. I'm just not real good at it. (laughs) Okay, I see. So, we're going to start with Luke Combs. What type of job do you think Luke would have had before he made it famous? Uh, I could see him working in a restaurant. I could see him possibly mowing yards. I could see him... A fishing guide. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he wanted to be a detective, but mm-hmm. he was a bouncer. Luke Combs was a bouncer. Now, he's a big dude, he's but he's not tall. Right. He's really not tall. He's maybe five eight. He's really? he's I he may be six foot, but he's really not a tall guy. Hmm. Kelly Clarkson. She was a vacuum cleaner salesman. A telemarketer I think I've in heard Fort that. Worth, yeah. a cocktail waitress, and she moonlighted energy drinks. Well, she's a jack of all trades. That's pretty impressive. Mr. Trace Atkins. He had to be a bouncer, uh, a bartender. He was actually an oil worker. Well, I mean, he's got that look to him. I could see that. Did you know one time he told a story? He was married to his second wife, I believe. It was a little crazy. She shot him in the living room. And he looked down at the big fancy carpet. And he fell the other way to keep from getting blood on the carpet. <laughs> it's a true story. It's what he says anyway. I mean, if he didn't want to die, cause I'm sure if I'd have done that and I'd have fell on the nice carpet. Yeah. Yeah, I would have got shot. One between the eyes. Uh, let's just go off. ahead and finish this off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, a really cool story about Trace, though. He was super nice. When I was living in Nashville, we had to find a place to do my promotional photos for the music that I was going to try to release. And we went to his backyard. He come to the window and waved as an approval for me to take pictures in his backyard. So (laughs) that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that house burnt down a couple years later. Anyways, Blake Shelton. What could you picture Blake Shelton doing? Uh, I feel like Blake, he could, I could see him working at a bar. I could see all of them working at a bar, though, for some reason. I mean, I just automatically go to that. Um, He probably had something outdoorsy, though. Yeah. Was he outdoor? Well, he was paid to dub cassette, cassette tapes. Do you folks know what those are? Yes. <laughs> so he rewinded some, he right. mixed it some, stuff like that. And he also uh, was in a roofing business. 
Huh. Yeah. The next one, who's been on our show, and we're very, very proud of, Bradley Gaskin. Hmm. What do you think? Do you remember what he said he did? He was a janitor between, yeah, before he started back. He was, but he was also, before that, he was a drywaller. Yeah, I mean, he talked about it because he worked for his dad. Yes, and I wish that I could have talked him into giving me some tricks because... I'm in the middle of drywalling, and it, it takes a true artist. If you remember, to be a drywaller. I asked him to come up here and help. <laughs> you remember? I know, and I don't know where he is. Well, I'm I sure guess he's out he here would. releasing great music. Yeah, well, you know? that's what we hope. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I cannot. I hope he gets some Kentucky dates because I'm telling you what, he's awesome. I'll always be a big fan of him. Kane Brown. Kane Brown. I feel like we talked about it when we hit it. Yeah, did his episode. Uh, shoot, man, I've slept since then. Um, did he? Did he work at a at a factory? He worked at FedEx. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember that now. He did. So, uh, Reba McIntyre. Hmm. Do you want to take a guess, or do you want to dive she in? She was doing something fancy. That's all I know. I know, right? <laughs> so, she helped her dad turn bulls into steers, which if people don't know what that is, Ooh. she held the tail, and her dad cut the sack, and she would hand the testicles over into a bucket. Rocky Mountain Way. Rocky Mountain Oysters, baby. That's something that, like... It takes a special type of person to be able to do that. That tells me one thing. You do not turn your back on Reba McIntyre. I know, because <laughs> she knows how to handle some She'll lift up your now. tail and cut your sack. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Man, I feel like he's just been singing for 80 years. I know, right? <laughs> he's a jack of all trades, folks. He's a handyman. He's been known to do it all. He's a herbologist, I know. That's right. Faith Hill. Uh, she was probably, I don't know where she grew up, but I would imagine she was probably a waitress because she was pretty and she got a lot of tips. She grew up in Star, Mississippi. Star, Mississippi. Uh, I could see that still, a okay. waitress. This is what she did. She did every single job at McDonald's. And she says, still to this day, that it takes a special kind of person to work in fast food. Oh, and I must agree. I 100% agree. Because you either get the a really good service or you get crappy service because they've likely been treated like crap before you get to them. But before, after that, she got a job at a public, publishing office. That's mm-hmm. what she did later on. Chris Ledoux. You know Chris, right? Yeah, I don't know His much music. about him, though. He was a professional rodeo rider before he was a I, country music star. I knew that because I remember hearing about it yeah. in, a, in a couple songs. Dirks Bentley. Um, I feel like he was probably like a salesman of some sort. He actually had a job. This was These are worse jobs, by the way. He emptied houseboat toilets and sewers <laughs> yeah. after weekends and week-long rentals. 
Now, that would be pretty rough because you have people coming to party, drinking, getting drunk, and throwing up wherever. But, yeah, he emptied sewage systems out of boats. Chris Christofferson. Hmm. I have no idea. He was a janitor. Okay. Yeah, which is... I could see that. Like, he's a movie star to me. Yeah. I know he's wrote a lot of great songs, but he seems like, to me, he's more of a movie star than anything. Kicks Brooks from Brooks and Dunn. Ooh. Uh, I'm just gonna, man, I take a stab at every one of them just to see if I yeah, can go for just it. get lucky. Um, he was a he was a ranch hand. I could see that, but as far as I know, he wasn't. He was an oil pipeline worker in Alaska. Ooh. Then he moved all the way to Maine to write commercials. Mister Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. From what I knew, didn't he? Uh, he played baseball in college, and then he quit to play music. So he did, but in between that, he probably mowed yards or something. He was a Pepsi delivery driver. Uh, okay. Yeah, could you see that? Gretchen Ooh. Wilson. She wasn't nothing but a red. Nick woman, ain't no high class bro. With a baby on my hip. <laughs> At 15, she quit school and she worked in a bar where she become a manager. She did almost every position in the bar. Her protection was a 12-gauge shotgun. Hmm. So she did uh, missionary and... I have no idea about those type Reverse of positions. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Did I tell you about that time I got to see her actually twice in a bar? One time there was maybe 15 people there. The other time there was maybe 100. She she was she went all the way to the top, and then I don't know what happened. Where was it at? Uh, the first place was right outside of town. What is the name of that place? It was a really weird name. It was like a female girl's name. And then another bar downtown. It's when John Nashville. Rich. It was in Nashville? Yeah. Yeah, John Rich and her, they used to do a music mafia like every Thursday night. Hmm. They would all get together. What is the name of that bar? I have no idea. It's left me. Toby Keith. Uh, Toby... Man, I feel like he. Did he work retail? He did not. He worked at his grandmother's bar. And doing that, it kind of shaped the style of music that he wanted to do. Lee Bryce. I don't know hardly anything about him. So. Well, he helped his father with a commercial electrical company where he helped uh, pull wire and such like that. He feared heights but even though his dad put him on a hundred feet up in the air pulling wire so he kind of overdid his uh, fear of heights. He <laughs> he got over it yeah, pretty quick. He didn't got much of a choice. Carrie Underwood. <sighs> mm. 
I know she grew up in Oklahoma. I know she took off pretty early because she made it on American Idol. She did. Um, Speaking about early, that was 2005 was yeah, her first hit. That's wild. It is very wild. I was getting out of high school then. And she still looks she's 25. Maybe. I know. Uh, she, I mean, did she clean houses? She worked at a gas station. Mm. She worked at a hotel cleaning rooms. Could you imagine? She worked at a pizza place and also a veterinary clinic. I was kind of close. She she cleaned hotels. And was yeah. Clung, yeah, cleaned houses. Craig Campbell. Do you remember this from when he was on our show? Mm. See, if you remember when we had him on, we interviewed him, my internet went out. Yes. At the very beginning. You pretty much How did the embarrassing entire that was. episode. I know, right? I had to go upstairs, unplug my my router, and yeah. get it cranked back up, and it still didn't work. I had to do it again, and I finally got to work there at the very end of the interview. You know, we probably should have said, hold on, let's get it all together, and then start from fresh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, hey, that's part of learning. It was still early on, really. Thank God he did not freak out on us. Yeah. He was a guard at a prison. I do. I remember him talking about yeah. that. Yeah. Colt Ford. You know he's really good at golf. You know, they never mentioned what type of job he had. They just put he spent time at a golf course. Yeah, I think he was a. I don't know if he was the pro at a golf course. I know he's really good. I've heard people talk about it. Yeah. So here's the next one, and it's a pretty cool story. Garth Brooks. I think. Uh, I got nothing. What is it? He was a boot salesman, and he even helped Ken Mullins try on his brand new pair of boots when the song I Ain't Nothing But a Jukebox Junkie went number one. <laughs> Garth was fitting for his boots. I love that song. How I know, <laughs> but all that other version got stuck in my head real quick. Yeah, spending my time <laughs> spanking. spanking. My yeah, yeah. All right, Garth was also a bouncer. Eric Church. Yeah, Garth, Garth was he, a bouncer. He was a bouncer at one time in his life. Uh, hmm. Eric Church, just by. Just gauging by the face that he makes when he when he hits those notes, he was a lemon tester. He was a call center home shopping guy. He answered the phone, probably for my grandmother at a time or two. Kelly Pickler. Mm. I felt like she was a waitress. She was a fast food car hop. Yeah. 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 And at one time, I really thought she was going to be my wife. I mean, <laughs> I got the chance to meet her one time, and literally, like, my heart skipped a beat. Yeah. I, I met, like, the guy. It was at CMA Fest. And the guy that was kind of, like, managing her, uh, she was about to come out. And she wasn't going to do any pictures, wasn't going to do any autographs. And I just looked at him. I said, look, man, I'll give you a $100 bill right now. If I could take a picture with her. I've always wanted to meet her. Been a big fan since day one. He said, I wished it worked that way. I was like, I thought it all worked that way. Good, yeah. You know? Well, anyway, she was gracious enough to come out and take the picture anyway. You didn't give a hundred bucks? I didn't. I didn't. But you know what? 
I wished I woulda because I was so fangirling it that I looked like a geek, <laughs> and I didn't even want to post it because I was like, I looked goofy. <laughs> but I was right next to her, like smelt her hair care uh, products. All right, Joe Biden. Anyways, <laughs> Tim McGraw, our last artist that Ooh, we have. Okay, Tim McGraw. I feel like he was I could see him trying to be a bouncer. He was uh the type of person that cleaned grocery store carts. What kind of know. job is like, that? I've never even heard of that service. That's a job? Yeah. That's what he listed. I mean, you know. So, anyways, folks, that wraps up uh, what country singers did before they made it to the big leagues. Write in. Let us know what kind of crappy job that you had a time or two in your life. I'm going to go ahead and include my crappy job, and you include the worst job that you ever had. So, I have two. The first one, um, I took a job working in a kitchen at a hospital. Okay. And, like, it felt like I washed dishes for 12 straight hours. Mm-hmm. And some of the food come in where people had, like, got sick in the tray. And I walked off the job. The second worst job that I had, I woke up at 1 a.m. to be in Bowling Green, Kentucky, which is, like, 45 minutes away from us, at 3 a.m. to do, like, vending stuff. Mm-hmm. In factories, Kings for Charcoal, all that I would take the vending stuff and put it in there. And sometimes I wouldn't get done till like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And it was paid by sales, not by hours. Yeah. So it was the worst job that I ever had, it's I would commission. say. Yeah, awful. <laughs> All right. What uh, was your worst job ever? Well, I've got a couple. I was once a store manager of a Dollar General. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Didn't you go to jail for that or something? <laughs> I didn't go to jail. No. <laughs> I was in contact with the FBI, though. I remember that because you hired like a terrorist well, or something. <laughs> he was he was a veteran. He was a military veteran. Really? I thought, you know what? He he was real weird. Yeah. And he was slow as smoke, slow as smoke. Really? But he wasn't that old. Even if he was, I mean, he wasn't. He was a veteran. I was going to give him a chance. He came in at like a bunch. Yeah. But he started making comments to uh, to other employees about where to buy a thousand rounds of ammunition and where to buy, you know, <clears throat> magazines for AK-47s and M- M5s and all kinds so of... So he wasn't just a gun enthusiast? I mean, if he was or not, that's not something that you discuss, like... And he only asked a few different people. He asked you know, one customer. And when somebody brings that to you and, you know, you're the manager, you have to address it. So I asked a relative who was on the sheriff's department at the time. And I was like, so, I mean, what do you think I you know, need to do? Yeah. He's like, well, is he seems stable? And I was like, well find stable <laughs> see that <laughs> yeah. kind of makes me nervous i don't know but he was i mean he was nice but then his uh you know drawer was short uh, twenty dollars here twenty dollars there 
you know, but where the FBI was looking into him, I didn't want to. I I was did not want to be the one who make him mad. Yeah, and him come right. in there and use all the ammunition that he'd asked about. So I was just I didn't I didn't write him up. In hindsight, I screwed that up. I should have wrote him up. I should, I, I should have done all that, but I didn't. I'm just glad I don't have that job anymore because. Yeah. I'm anal retentive when it comes to like you know stocking, and if any any of you have ever been to a Dollar General and you you see the the shit just piled up everywhere, it's hard for that to not be the case because they don't give you enough hours to give out. Where you have like you know people come in and stock the shelves, you're so you have to have a store manager who's there almost every hour of every day, otherwise. You're not going to have enough hours in the day with all the employees to put the stuff up. So that makes it extremely difficult. That's why when you go in a Dollar General every two miles that they are in the road, they're all trashed because they don't have enough employees. Well, I must speak up and say something. My dad, he's been with Dollar General for 30 years. If you go in any of his stores... Mm -hmm. You will not find the stock in the, in in the aisles. He's in a market. He yeah, he's in the market, and then some it's of the totally little different. stores That's too. Totally different. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, he can get it done. Yeah, he's an award-winning Dollar General manager. He is a regional manager, isn't he? I think so. I think because he has multiple stores. Yeah, so he's I a regional so, manager. Yeah. I mean, his stores are nothing like they are here in Cape City. Right. I mean, they'll throw them up and then put all the stock in the aisle. Mm-hmm. You know. The I didn't like that job, but the worst job I ever had, I worked for a fencing company. Oh, uh, yeah. Fresh out of high school. I was in college. It was a summer job. Uh, on my last day, we were throwing... It was my last weekend, actually. Or week. Uh, that weekend... We had uh, tickets to go to, it was a U.K. football game, and uh, I was going to, you know, horse races in Keeneland as well. My brother lived in Lexington at the time. So I was working on the back of a dump truck, uh, throwing off, you know, creosote posts. If anybody don't know what a creosote post is, it's mm-hmm. just a wooden post that's you know, soaked in uh, creosote which is it's like all supposed bit to of, make it last long yeah yeah but it's extremely flammable uh <laughs> but so if you get that on your arms if you pick them up you're going to get it on your arms and yeah you know, dummy me didn't wear any sleeves because i was showing off the guns at the time so yeah for all all the dudes that i worked with um, so I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt, and uh, I pick up these creosote posts, and I have this creosote all over me, and the sun was really hot. It was 99 degrees outside that day. Yeah. Um, I got third-degree chemical burns. Wow. Spent the entire weekend throwing up and just miserable. The top three layers of my skin on my arms fell off. Good Lord. Yeah. Did and they I was making seven fifty an hour. Oh, I know. Isn't that something? <laughs> It was the hardest I ever worked. Right. I would say cutting tobacco would be hard, too. Whatever job. I did that for free. I know, yeah. <laughs> well, I did it for $5 an hour, but the cook. I did it for Christmas. You know, they cooked. Yeah. You know, whoever we worked for, they had a great meal. Uh, I did it just so we had Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
that's all that we got this week. Yeah, what's your bad job? What's the worst job you've ever had? Yeah. Let us know. Write in, let us know, and mm-hmm. be looking for our next episode, which will be the CMA predictions. I feel like I'm going to pull out a win. It would be your first. I know. <laughs> I mean, what can you say? You yeah. take a country music encyclopedia like myself, mm-hmm. and then somebody who doesn't know that much about country music, yeah. and he's our reigning champion. Well, I mean, that just goes to show you folks. It's really just up in the air. Yep. That's it. Uh, I can't help it. I'm just that good at it. But we'll see if I can uh, continue my reign and go 4-0 and on the award shows on Ryan. But, so check out that episode and let us know if you had a bad job. Let us know what it is. Remember to like, share, follow, rate, review. Talk to you later. Hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch you all next time.